the following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings Podcast brought to you by the CSPN. Go to our website, cspn.us, and click that podcast tab and click Ratchet Ramblings. Thank you all for listening. Check out our premiere episode and our episode last week. And we have an exciting show for you guys this week. And if you like us, uh, wherever you are listening to your podcast, listening um, device, search Ratchet Ramblings, and we will pop up and leave us reviews and five stars. And actually, we have a review and a, and, and a, re- a review already. So, and I'll read that after we get through introducing everybody. But um, click that Keep Our Podcast Free tab on the website and shout with all our sponsors like Amazon, Busted Tea, Skull Candy, Adam and Eve Toys. You know, make it sexy. Get your get your butt plug. Speaking of, if you haven't listened to um the good and terrible show on the CSPN, please do uh mail and cj ain't got no damn sense and they spent a whole ass segment on butthole news and that shit almost had me rolling around in my goddamn desk at work uh so shot with us a portion of your proceeds will go to classic and mail to help keep the lights on so you won't have to pay to listen to me and Sarone sound like uh, a batch of fat back I, I am one of your hosts, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante, a.k.a. Confucius, a.k.a. Brother Collard Greens, a.k.a. I'm not blocking the intersection for you and your F-14 pickup, a.k.a. Reclaiming my do-rags. And I'm joined by my co-host as usual. This is Candace, also known as Intense Desire, a.k.a. Masika. What the hell you doing? So, <laughs> A, but can you with my ass, though? B.K.A. No, you can't. And we are pleased as uh, we are pleased as Punch to be joined by. If you've listened to Crown of Callers, we have had him on the show multiple times. Him and his lovely wife Karen. Shout out to Karen. You should know him um, as Podcast Grand- Grandpappy uh, from his own from his own podcast. We are pleased to be joined by Rod from the Black Guy Who Tips. What up, y'all? Uh, and I don't really have a lot of AKAs. You can find me on Twitter, uh, Rodimus Prime, and of course the podcast of Blackout Tips. Um, and uh, you know what? I'll be AKA uh, I'm as high as A1 Sperm Count. There you go. Hey. <laughs> 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 hey man, we always appreciate you coming to bless yeah. our new podcast. We little people, so it's always good to have a vet come through. There are no little people in podcasts. Everybody starts on the same level, and uh, you just you know get in where you fit in, man. The people love the people know what they love. They love the ratchet. So um, if they uh, watch Love and Hip Hop or Basketball Wise or all these other ratchet reality shows, then uh, they'll find a home here. Yes, uh, one when we had you on, when we was doing retro recaps on uh, Crown of Colors, and we had you on. It was me, you, and Candice. That's one of pro- that was probably one of our highest rated episodes ever. Um, probably for the for the uh, Mimi's Titties Harder Dance segment alone. 
Oh. <laughs> I kept getting uh I kept getting uh Twitter uh mentions for like a week or two of just people being like, Oh my god, Mimi's titty is harder than you know lava rock or whatever. I was like, Jesus, they still going. <laughs> no, that's that shit hey no. People love that shit, man. We, we I ain't gonna lie. I was listening to that to that shit at work today and I'm gonna tell you, we that are all people. We are all hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> like you are grandfathered into when Atlanta come back when we start doing the recap. We got to discuss how hard Mimi Titties is again. Of course. I'm sure they increase in hardness like concrete. Like, I'm sure they still curing. So, yeah. No, no, Mimi's titties are harder than trying to get Usher to not fuck anything without burning. Uh, You know how you know know her titties are hard, though? Because everybody else... When they insult each other, they the first thing they go after is their boob jobs and be like, "Your titties is terrible," and yeah, you need a new doctor, bitch. She the only person nobody ever brings up her. You <laughs> <laughs> fucked up because it's like it's too real. Yeah, yeah, it's too obvious. It's like low hanging fruit at this point. Yeah, it's like it, it's okay, Captain Obvious. Even she know her titties hard. I know she knock on them for good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knock on wood. Knock on her wreck. Her titties harder than staying uh, in Floyd. Hey, her titties harder than staying employed in the Trump administration. Oh my god! god. Okay, all right, all right, Rod. <laughs> Rod coming back. Rod coming back swinging, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, <laughs> uh, but speaking of uh, finding the ratchet, like I promised, I do have a review for us. Um, and it is from Bossy Crazy, five stars, entitled "Who Doesn't Love Them." I love, love, love the. Damn, my, my screen will go out when I'm reading the damn sentence. <clears throat> I, I love, love, love the collaboration. It seems so effortless, and they have the best chemistry. I have thoroughly enjoyed their ratchet recaps on Crown of Collars. I really wish they would write Mona Scott Young so they could start caught up in the rapture of it's going down, starring Young John. <laughs> 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 anyway, they are hilarious and make the best commentary about rat- reality TV drama. I'm totally looking forward to the greatness of the new podcast. Love y'all. Thank you, Bossy Crazy. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. I actually am going, like, when we get to our season, uh, our mid-season recap, I'm actually going to uh, tweet it to Mona Scott because she, uh, in the past, has had uh, bloggers and people from Twitter giving their recaps throughout the uh, throughout the reunion. So I'm definitely going to start plugging it to her because if we don't know shit else, we know how terribly amazing her reality TV shows are. Yes. Yes. We don't know if we don't know nothing else. We can spot a bad weird from a mile away. If we don't know nothing else, they need a new funky Dineva. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, with that said, um, thank you all for supporting us, and like I said, we are pleased to, and uh, gracious to have Rod here, and we gonna get into this retrospective. So we are gonna start with uh, today. We gonna recap uh, basketball wise, love hip hop Hollywood, and Black Ink Chicago, and we are gonna start with. Uh, basketball wise, and I just want to say, uh, Chris Craze. <laughs> hey, oh, crazy. hey, basketball wise is like bad foreplay. <laughs> like, <laughs> you are always waiting to come and get to the sex, but it just never happened. Like, that's how I feel about basketball wise. Like, these old ass mongoose ass bitches been threatening to fight for six episodes now and ain't nobody swing like i'm so goddamn confused all they do is cry and then scream and then walk away and then get in the car and threaten to beat the, beat the person ass yeah and evelyn really bought a taser and she ain't using it i don't even think use it. 
Yeah, like, can you even take a taser with you on a plane? Like, I felt like the the taser uh, threat just became null, null and void once they hopped on a plane to go to Miami. I don't think anybody getting tased. Yeah, I don't th- she said she put it in her suitcase, but I don't believe that shit. Mm-hmm. The way they be searching luggage, I just don't. Hey, she uh, and, and Evelyn be dead ass looking like Phaedra uh, on that damn reunion, like throughout the whole fucking episode. <laughs> like, she, be, she be looking so unbothered, like I tired of this. My thing is, Eve- see, Evelyn to me is a true queen, and I really do appreciate her because uh, I like a woman that will decapitate you with a wine bottle, but uh, <laughs> also, but also <laughs> understands the value of not catching a third strike. You know, so she she treads that line so carefully because she knows that it's not worth, um, you know, coming on that show just to fight again. But yeah, the thing the thing with Jackie is that uh, she's so wrong in my opinion, and Evelyn. Is just sitting back, letting people see how crazy she is. Because all you really got to do is let Jackie act crazy, and then people will come to your side. And Jackie has made it real easy for her because I think Jackie trying to control the narrative since yes. uh, since uh, Evelyn know the truth about her daughter and the estrangement and how she don't support her daughter and she ain't shit mama. And every time somebody bring it up or just dares to even be like, well, I don't know who to trust, she flips on them. And that's how everybody gonna treat the situation because nobody wanna get in your family drama that's that's outside the show. So Jackie just alienating people every week. And when she came for Shawnee, I said, nigga, you must not like checks because yeah. you know, uh, who was the one girl she kicked off the show? Right. Who is she? I don't remember. Is she still with us? Either. See? That's what, what what Tammy say? She said one uh so and so got mad at um uh, Shawnee, and guess what she is? Not on this boat. <laughs> <laughs> so so the part that's the part that's really wild to me is um, Jackie keeps making these accusations that you can do some digging around and find the truth about it. She said that Evelyn is constantly communicating with her daughter on social media and reaching out to her, build some type of relationship with her. Well, the one the one good thing that Twitter for iPhone ever did was put in that search feature where you could put in a person's screen name and a keyword, and it's going to bring you every single tweet they ever had. If it was eight years ago, that tweet is going to come up. So I put in Evelyn's, uh, I put in Evelyn's at, and I put in uh, Jackie's daughter's name, and the only tweet that came up was from people mentioning them together. Mm-hmm. Evelyn has not been sending any tweets to that woman's daughter. Um, even when she donated the money, she never added the girl. Like people happen to people just probably saw it on the GoFundMe because if you're not anonymous, people can see your name or whatever social media platform you link to GoFundMe. And people were adding uh, Evelyn and the daughter saying, that's really big of you. That's really dope. Other than that, she don't communicate with that woman's daughter and that woman's daughter don't communicate with Evelyn like that. So mm-hmm. it's like you flat out lying. So if you lie about that, what else are you lying about? Exactly. Because this is shit that's public information. And you trying to control something that's beyond your control. You can't make people hate your daughter, boo. Like, it's like whatever y'all got going on, if your daughter's out there about to come out with a full-ass book, um, you ain't doing nothing but making people more interested in it by acting crazy. All you had to do was just be like, it's not true. I do love my daughter, and she know what our issues are, and just leave it at that. And nobody would have cared. This all started over Evelyn just giving a little bit of money to her daughter, and then her just being like, uh, well, that's why your daughter build a thought or build a whore. It's like, well, yeah. both of those are not the same. Yeah, and it's really weird because um, Evelyn donated thirty five hundred dollars to 
uh, what's her name? Takari, mm-hmm. whatever her name is, the daughter. The Car. daughter's son got uh, had was injured while at daycare. He suffered like some, and he had like reconstructive surgery, or likely skin grafting. And her medical bills were piling up, so the daughter started to go fund me, and. Evelyn donated $3,500 to it. Matt Barnes donated $3,500 to it. My thing is, if you so offended and this, that, and the third, well, two things. One, when the show, when you first seen Evelyn again, why you didn't cut that, why you ain't cut her a check? Yo, here, here's your money back. I can take care of my family. Mm-hmm. She ain't gave that woman a check yet. Just screaming. Rah, 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 rah. Well, bitch, where's the money? Give her the money back then. If that's how you feel about it, and the other part is, why you ain't have Doug Christie run up on Matt Barnes yet? Mm-hmm. You don't got no heat for Matt. Like, that's why I believe that Jackie just wants to be a storyline. She wants to be the she wants to be the storyline and play the victim in the storyline. Right. And I think whatever's going on with her daughter is real. Like, whatever scars they have in their relationship, that's just some real shit that... Oh, they really exist. Um, yeah. A couple seasons ago, a few seasons ago, because remember for a while, Basketball Wives wasn't on the air. Mm-hmm. It came back and uh, Gloria Govine, Matt's wife at the time, sat down with Jackie's uh, younger daughter, the, the lighter skinned one that uh, everybody says she treated better. And she pretty much was told Gloria was like, my mom definitely treated us much different. She was really critical of my sister, was always nitpicking at her, poking at her, tearing her down. So, I am low key interested to see what's in this book. Mm-hmm. Right, like, which is weird because you know the show timeline is uh, you know way ahead of where real life is. So that means the book been out, and I just ain't know about it because like you know I'm like damn, I would have probably uh, tried to at least read some of the excerpts on that. Yeah, right. yes. I, I just want to know like how for I, like Jackie. It, it's weird because it's like. It's like Jackie at this at this juncture. It's like Jackie is like basically if you don't believe my side, fuck you. And it's like you, when your own daughter writing a tell-all book about you, like you, 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 no, baby, you like you don't have no, you don't have no, you don't have no say so in this matter. Like, like what you doing? And going at shot was when I was like, no, that's not a chess move at all. Well, it was, and it was stupid because Shawnee gave the most politically correct answer she could without possibly offending Jackie or taking jabs at her daughter. Because either way, in order for her to defend Jackie, she got to call that woman's daughter a liar. Mm-hmm. Then the daughter, she pretty much got to call Jackie a deadbeat mom. So, yes, I'm going to go right in the middle and say, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to believe because I don't know their situation. And call it a day. Like, to me, that's extremely fair. Exactly, like she, she, she legit hit the Mariah Carey. I don't know. Put on my shades. I don't know what happened. Like I am legally blind. Like that's what she did. And it's like Jackie was like Shawnee picking sides. I'm like, how you picking sides? If like, hey, <laughs> someone... Christy, Jackie Christie look like Dobby. She do. She do. Now that I'm tell me, I'm not lying. She do look like Dobby. What's up with her she ears, like... yo? Her ear, like her whole, like she got a she got an elf type face. Mm-hmm. She, do, she look like a house elf. Yep. Yeah. Mr. Dobby has a sock. 
Like, maybe she got. Fuck you, man. <laughs> you know how you know how um they were like they were saying like Michael Jackson had reverse Villalago. Like maybe they uh was maybe like she got like reverse like Pinocchio. So I'm like instead of like every time she tell a lie instead of her, her nose ears wrong, like her ears. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie looked musty too. And she always looked like she ain't never take a shower. She she act musty. Now she uh, like, who did I say this about last week? But did, didn't I say last week she looked like she just get her dirty clothes out the uh, basket and wear them again? <laughs> <laughs> didn't I say that last week? If I'm not mistaken, yes, you and did. But I can't remember who it was and about. I it was, and, and I think it was about her. Like she just always looked greasy and like she about to lose her mind. It's too much, Jackie. You too old. You are she dead ass like, is though. Like she dead ass is too old to be acting like this, dog. Like. Like you too old is forty six, so I know Jackie is every bit of like fifty five. I just I don't know, man. Like I I don't like it's like Jack Jackie. It's like Jackie wants it to be the Jackie Christie show and not basketball wise, and it don't work like that, beloved. It don't. But she's not interested. She's not fine. Don't nobody want to always see Jackie Christie crying and threatening the fight. Yo, Jackie got on that yacht in a in a sheer bathing suit top, some jeans. And some Beverly Hills Polo Association sneakers. She came to fight. Yeah, she came to get. She came to fight on somebody else's boat. And but did not fight. Mood. And ruined the whole mood though because everybody uh, was chilling. Right. That's why I said it, it, evil. Evil is so smart. Uh, Evelyn's so smart because she just walked in and didn't say shit to nobody. Put the shades on and let Jackie spoil everything for everyone. And so it turned everybody on Jackie. Like, by the end, Tammy was making up with Malaysia. Like, everybody was cool except Jackie. Yeah, Jackie talking about, I need to go. I just need, she like all this tension and like literally nobody noticing no tension but her. Like, mm-hmm. it's all in your head. She like, she won't look at me. You don't fuck with her. Why do you care if she don't look at you? I just want to clear the I don't air. like staring face. I don't like staring death in the face either, bitch. I wouldn't look at you either. <laughs> She is she is way she is just far, far, far too much. And I agree, Rod. Evelyn is the queen of unbothered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And I'm glad to see Jennifer back too. Now they just yeah. need to bring back Royce, uh uh Dwight yeah. Howard's baby mama. Yeah. I, I wanna watch what she been at. She thought she thought she was gonna be somebody. She got Yeah, she thought she was gonna twerk her way through it. Mm-hmm. She remember she tried to she was gonna act in a play. I was like, girl, your storyline is all over. Terrible. <laughs> She's like, I've been taking acting classes. I was like, Royce, it's not gonna happen, boo. You I don't, I don't enrolled in the bra. Right, you gotta go back and get your. Uh, you need to go back and get your uh, regular ass job back because these these acting checks not gonna come in. Mm-mm. Hey, Malaysia, fine as hell, but she yes. annoying as shit. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Okay, so I figured out with Malaysia. One, she, I mean, obviously she's not very smart, right? Because uh, she, I mean, she is from like Compton and shit, but she has. <laughs> hey. Hey. I don't mean it. I don't mean everybody from Compton stupid, but I mean like what I what I, it goes to my next sentence, not the first one. She has that Compton sense still, and she's smart in that way. Cause like low key, she did something that avoided all the drama when she told when Jackie was talking about I'm gonna stab that bitch in the neck. I'll push you off the boat. Yo, she was like, you know what? I will be less of a friend if I let you sit up here talk like that and catch a case. Let's go. Let's just get off the boat because it's just not worth. Like if I don't believe you and you do this shit, now I'm a now I'm a witness and accessory to murder after the fact. Let's just go. Let's just get the hell off the boat. So yeah. the thing the thing about her that really throws everything off is the way she dresses and the and the, the tone of her voice. I forget that she just like a regular ass Compton nigga sometimes. Cause then she'll be like, uh, 
well, you know, Jackie and Evelyn are very similar, and I'll be like, ooh, that's not that's not how you say similar at all. Um, but you know what? And I forget that her real name is not Malaysia. Right. She is a real, real round away girl last name. And she'll bring it up. Well, she'll bring it up. Well, she used to bring it up all the time, but she'll bring it up when it's about to go down. She'll be on some like, well, bitch, I'm from Compton. And, and I'll be like, that is right. This is all I act. So we don't really even know the real Malaysia because she does. Yeah. She's she always trying to fake, be fake classy. Right, it's it's so it's adorable in a way, but it's so annoying because I wish you I wish you could get to know the real Malaysia. Yeah, the hood booger. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wish she had let I wish she let the hood booger out full time. Yeah, she would really turn that goddamn show because she might have snuffed uh, Tammy old ass. I feel like Malaysia Pargo keeps a bag of chili Fritos in her purse. I do too. I do too. She, she like sneaks off to eat them. She won't eat them in front of people. But like when she go to a fancy dinner, she like sneak off in the bathroom and eat like three chili Fritos and come back. Yeah, and I feel like she accidentally forget where she had and wipe her hands on her dress or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. I also, but what I will say is, I also think Malaysia beat, uh, beat half that cast ass though. Like, oh yes, I, I, I think the only I think she might put pause on Tammy because Tammy could whip oh, everybody yeah. ass around that cast. I even think Tammy is a beat uh, Evelyn ass, and that's a hard mm-hmm. fight because Evelyn has proven over the years she got hands, feet, mm-hmm. elbows, and kneecaps. Yeah, like I'm I'm pretty sure like I'm pretty sure like the combat animation from Assassin's Creed was done by Evelyn. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I the think Malaysia put hands on most of that cast if she had to. Oh, for sure. Like, oh, her real name is Laquisha. Just look Laquisha. it up. <laughs> Laquisha. Yeah. Come on. Hey. Come on. Don't, don't let it. Don't let her fool you, dog. And but my thing with Evelyn is, I just think Evelyn's capable of using any weapon in her vicinity. So you gotta be careful because, like, she she's one of the people that uh, she knows she gets crazy when she's angry. So she try to avoid being angry to a yeah. to a level where it's like, yo, you like that that uh Bruce Banner type. Uh, like yeah, I be, I be doing, yeah. yeah, I be doing meditations. I be like, hey, I drink a, green juices in the morning. I do everything <laughs> in my life to avoid being angry. Because once I'm angry, I catch a case and then just be in court. Like, what happened? Right. Like she can turn yeah. anything in her surroundings into a weapon. She'll be a beast on The Walking Dead. She threw a listen. She threw a full water uh, wine bottle at somebody. Uh, Jennifer. Yes, her best friend at the time threw a full ass bottle of wine. What was the plan if it hit? You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like she missed on purpose. If she hit, that woman probably be dead or some shit, man. Like they had, I remember after that they had to do like a special, um, like you know, no yes, and they had to do a no violence thing. They changed the format of the show and it got real boring for a while. Like she changed reality television for Shawnee O'Neal in one act, and I just think she don't ever want to go back there. And Jackie got her dangerously close in New York with that shit about her daughter. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, the thing I love about Evelyn is like how we just said Malaysia is a, a, is a down, mm. around the way, Compton girl, Laquisha. Evelyn is a is a Bronx born and raised mm-hmm. uh, hood bitch. If I'm not mistaken, from the looks of it, her mom's still in the project somewhere. Yep. Like, she is like, Evelyn is a Bronx, she's a Bronx bitch. Like, she don't play no games. And like, like you said, when you get her mad, all her New York come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like all, all her New York come out when you get mad because I really thought she was gonna have some bitches waiting outside the hotel for Jackie. She would, she probably would have if production would have allowed it. It's yeah. like, go ahead, Rock. 
Yeah, no, I was gonna say I I could not agree more. Well, she was in the car and they were just circling around to go back to the hotel, and she was just talking, like talking through like how she was gonna do this shit. And I was just like, yeah. So everybody in the car right now, y'all about to be complicit in assault. So y'all can't <laughs> say anything she think happen. Any, like no phones, no take escort her to her room and stand outside the room because she's in her home turf and Jackie playing an away game right now. Right. Yeah, you when she get real mad, she kind of like how she she like how Gohan was on Dragon Ball Z. Like when he get mad, he turned into like the strongest motherfucker on the whole show. <laughs> like, I'm, she, I'm not even trying. Listen, I'm not even trying to say she's stronger than anybody. I'm saying her anger is to the level where people do shit today, like didn't think they would be able to do. Not like lift a car, but like take black out and just yeah take a spoon and gouge out your eye type shit where you like damn you how did you do something like that but just spooning out your eyeball like it's ice cream you want right. to nah bitch get off of me in a super <laughs> thick like who you think you talking to uh new york accent coming out of your mouth it's like what happened evelyn was so composed a second ago until you call her daughter a builder whore that shit was so hey it was hey. It, it, it was it was some it was some jostling shit Evelyn handled that way better than I ever would have, and that's how I always know that I like I will only ever be able to endure a certain amount of fame because Evelyn could have walked past Jackie and, like you said, knocked her in the head with a with the champagne bottle, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> and I also <clears throat> some like rubs me the wrong way <clears throat> about Tammy when it comes to Evelyn. It's almost like some frenemies type shit. Mm-hmm. Like she don't know if she want to be cool with her. Or keep igniting bullshit that put her in a bad headspace. Because I feel like that's what she does with, where Jackie is concerned. Like, she knows that Jackie dead wrong and she's straddling the fence. Well, I think y'all both was wrong. Nah, mm. ain't no both. Ain't no both. Like, quit tra- Ain't no two sides. Yeah, quit playing cool with that girl. I don't think she really fuck with Evelyn. I just think she doing it for the sake of the show. Like, yeah. not being in no beef. And I think also, like, it was super, a lot of cowardice the way that uh, Jackie even said that shit. Because she didn't say, she didn't call her daughter a builder whore. She was like, I heard someone say on the internet that your daughter is a builder whore. So trying to distance herself even from that. And I was like, just say, everybody in the room know that it's you. Ain't nobody saying that except you. Like, just come out. I Googled it. I mean, I did. I Googled. Like, every time they bring up social media and some shit that has been said, I Google it. Because... It, it's so easy to pull tweets and find right. out the truth and nobody ever said that dumb shit Jackie said and like you said she was too coward to be like and bitch your daughter's a builder whore cause she know Evelyn would have knocked the shit out of her right I think that's why like mm-hmm. like she told that line and she did step over it a little bit but not enough mm-hmm. well now what are y'all looking forward to in uh, the reunion oh when, well wait well, next, next week, cause next week is the last is the, I think yeah, next, next week is the, is the finale, finale. I know, dog. I seen that shit, man. I'm not gonna lie, man. That hurt. I was like, already. You know, what I'm saying? it felt like it felt yeah. like. I feel like, felt they, like took some, they took multiple breaks in the season, and and when it finally started getting good, it was like a short, short amount of episodes. That's Did how it was good the whole season. That's how you know the drama must have been real because they couldn't even get like you know the typical how 20, 20 episodes or whatever the fuck it is. They couldn't even get it out of this, or at least the momentum was all fucked up, and then like. It felt like when you find out Game of Thrones had seven episodes this year, it felt like that for me. I was like, what, nigga? How's it over? Wait, what? what you say? I said it felt like when I found it's out. There's only Game seven episodes yeah. this season? Yeah, Game of Thrones only seven episodes. Oh, my fucking God. We mm-hmm. got to go, y'all. I got to meditate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
crazy. <laughs> I had that last to, season like nine. The it's uh, last season. All the other seasons been ten. This one will be seven, and then part two of this one or the next whatever you call the next season is only gonna be like I think six. The final season only gonna be six episodes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are they gonna be two hours each? I'm sorry, we sidetracked. That shit just hurt my heart a little bit. My man, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> he did say something like the next season might each each episode might be as long as a movie, but that's a rumor right now. They don't, they don't. That's not sure. I would, I would take my daughter to daycare to be able to watch that in peace next season. <laughs> Every Sunday, I'll be dropping her off at the babysitter for two hours. Hey, I need some me time. I'll be back. <laughs> well, y'all. I'm looking forward to finally seeing Shawnee low-key react because Shawnee is also the queen of unbothered. Shawnee is the queen of what's wrong with you? Like, why are you <laughs> I don't understand. Like, this just came out of left field. What's she legit is that Mariah Carey, I don't know her, Jim. Like, Shawnee legit is. <laughs> she Shawnee. Legit. Shawnee is, um, remember that Chappelle skit where he was uh, the white dude, the journalist, the, the reporter? And he was doing the interview, and the dude started crying, and he told the cameraman to keep rolling. Yeah. yeah. Shawnee. Like, Shawnee really, <laughs> she be setting these fools up to fight so bad, and then she just act like she has nothing to do with it. But as long as it's on camera and she getting that bread, she going to have y'all fighting. That's just what it is. Yeah, she really is. Like, she is the puppet master. And, like, when you ask, like, like she, she'll set it up, and she's the puppet master, and then you ask her what happened. She's like, beautiful gowns. Right. Beautiful. And then, as, like yeah. I said, it got too real when Jackie went at her because I was like, "See, now that ain't in the script, Jackie. What you doing?" <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think Shawnee gonna lose it because in the preview, she like, "I'm so done with Jackie Christie. Like, I don't have nothing for her. So this might be the last we see of Jackie Christie." Yep. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I'm looking forward to see if Jackie get that pink slip. Because listen, uh, I stand for Shawnee, man. Like, she is such a queen pin. I don't know what it is about her. But uh, it just makes her like so super attractive. The fact that she really is the ringleader to this circus, and they can't say nothing about her. And, <laughs> and, and, and Jackie violated the the only rule of Fight Club, dog. She came with Shawnee, so that's some, what's gotta happen, dog. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see if she gonna blow up the whole cell. That's that, right. She like she gonna go full Cersei, <laughs> <laughs> like. But that is about shit though, because like how like you are the creator of the show. But you also own the show, and you orchestrating the drama. But she you like also Diddy. can't be challenged on the drama. That is some damn shit. She, she <laughs> like she like the Diddy of reality TV. Stop. <laughs> yeah, she she is so like uh like Littlefinger type shit. Like she yeah. like, she held a women's empowerment lunch for people Diddy. that were beefing about calling each other daughters, uh, uh, calling somebody daughter a, a fucking builder whore, dog. She did that. It acted like, what's going on? I don't understand. Why is there tears over here at this table? And I'm like, oh my God, you are so good right now because you know why they crying. Yeah, I mean, my love for Shani was deep, even back to her uh, her marriage days to Shaq and how mm-hmm. she uh, was taking the money he was giving her and she was putting it in overseas accounts. Mm-hmm. He couldn't touch it. And getting like, that, uh, and getting that um, physical trainer dick too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, even when her and Shaq was still married, she was she had she was a a local news reporter or something she was doing down there in Florida, whatever the case might be. But yeah, she uh, she always been about her business. I like that shit. And then when Shaq when Shaq tried to sue her to get the money, and of course was like, nah, you we can't do that. Right. You gave that to her. That was a gift. You can't have that back. Like, so can you imagine how much money she put up over the years for him to want to sue her for it? 
right? It had to be millions. Gotta be, dog. He's so hurt. Oh, I love her. It is, I love her. It is, it is, it is fucking amazing. Yeah, she is she is one of... A lot of women can't do it, but she is one of those women that could pull off short hair, fine hair, medium-length hair, yep. wigs, weaves, braids. Like, Shani just cute as fuck to me at all times, too. Yeah, she a don, and uh, like I said, and she a don of them all because like everybody got to have a storyline this season. Her storyline, her storyline was her dad got sick. That was it, and it lasted for two episodes, <laughs> and she never brought it back up, dog. It, yeah, you didn't learn shit about like Shawnee. Sick. Her daddy had the sugar. Yes, like it, right? It wasn't even like he was dying, and then she was just like, "My father went to the hospital," and then she went down, hung out with her mom. Her and her sister laughed. They made a joke. We have not heard anything about that since. That's it. Queen, Queen. She like she like throw, she she can throw us crumbs and we allow it. Because it's like um it's kind of like how you know Beyonce is really meticulous with her image. So we think we know a lot about Beyonce, but really we don't know. We know what Beyonce wants us to know when she wants us to know it. Correct. Shawnee the same way. She like y'all will know about my shit when the fuck I decide. Until then, uh, ladies get to fighting. And we- also, Ooh. also let's discuss how she created a whole nother show to keep from intermingling her her personal life with that show. Yes. Remember the show with, with her kids and shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, she spun off a whole nother show so she wouldn't have to associate her personal life with Basketball Wives. Yo, Pete, she moved from Miami, made Basketball Wives LA a thing. Have they even done a Basketball Wives Miami since? Like, no. She, okay. she just no, moved and was like... She started bringing Miami people to LA. To LA? Like, like, because remember, Tammy started out in Basketball Wives Miami too. Yep. Evelyn is Miami. Jennifer is Miami. Mm-hmm. All them tits are Miami. Yeah. <sighs> Get my when queen. The LA ah. Cavs got dry, she started cutting people and brought Miami folks in. Like, Listen. Evelyn and Tammy and them ain't doing shit out in LA. They just came to be on basketball wives. Listen, Nicki Minaj better not ever say the line, these bitches is my sons. That t- that line belongs to Shawnee. It does. Oh, the best. The Don of them all. Yeah. Queen. Crown yeah. her. Crown her. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to I think we're all in the grins. We're looking forward to seeing Shawnee lose it and Jackie about to get that pink slip. She about to she <laughs> she about to get she about to get the walk of shame like that that coworker that get fired and then they get hired and then fired on the same goddamn day. That's how no, she gonna go off on the walk of shame. Yeah. So yeah. I think uh, I think that's everything for basketball wise. So love and hip hop Hollywood. Where mm-hmm. the fuck do we begin? Nigga, 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 nigga. Like, I can only, like, all I had when I was watching was a bunch of niggas. Like, nigga, 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 nigga. Like, you were saying, like, you were watching. I'll start, start with the funniest part. These grown ass men having a sperm off. A sperm off. Dog, that shit is such a Twitter nigga thing. Like, it is, like, what the fuck? These niggas having a goddamn field trip to have a sperm contest on national TV. Like, this is such. This this is such these damn black feminist ass behavior. Like what the fuck? Ray J didn't even. Here's the thing. Ray J could have just went up there by himself. Which Ray J looked like he got low sperm count, so I don't even know why he went for it. He showed up with a new point in his ear, nigga. Of course you have low sperm count. <laughs> at the sperm place with the cigarette in your ear, talking about for real cigarettes make your make your your neck small. Um, but but even worse than that, man. This nigga A1 threw a swerve on his wife. Made her think that she was going on a date. Like, cause they tried to be like, it's a swerve that you brought her with you for assistance. That's fucked up. I'm like, it's a swerve that she thought she was going out to eat. 
and you, you talking about some, yeah, we got to go ahead and jack my dick off. Nigga, for what? Uh, for real? My wife would have been like, well, I will see you when you get home. How <laughs> you make it back to the crib? No. Exactly. My husband <laughs> say some shit like that. I'd be like, nigga, I'd be waiting in the car. Right. I mean, you can't spring a surprise on somebody. Like, like it's one thing to be like, baby, this is this thing we're doing. And if she cool and she down like, oh, okay, that's funny. Let's go do it. Nigga, you, he, it was a surprise to them and her. I was like, come on, A1, what you doing? Just a quick aside, A1 dreads look like, look like they were in the Old Testament. Yeah. His dreads look like algae in a fish tank. <laughs> like, when they need to be clean. They just... Yeah, his dreads are like the gym rope you had to climb. Yeah. Hey, that's enough. Oh my goodness. <laughs> just covered with degrees of years of just failure. Hey, hey his dreads look like some, some extra uh, props and like underground. <laughs> Shit look terrible. His dreads. No. I haven't noticed. He's been wearing pearls this season. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I got to go back and watch. I gotta go back and look. Well, no, that was the corniest shit. Like I have, I we've been on we've been on social media and we've been living for a long time. But I don't think I've ever seen some shit like that where these motherfuckers had a goddamn sperm off. Like we said last week, uh, a one damn episode it was. I think the premiere. Well, uh, no, it was last week when we talked about Safari. Where we was like Safari was trying to have a dick off with Meat Mill. These niggas had a sperm off. Yeah, they are <laughs> and, doing a lot. But the funniest part was like whoever sperm count was low, they gotta do a record with Hazel Lee. So you know what what made me laugh from a real ugly place on the inside? That Hazel E saw that episode and was like, Wow, cause she really thought she was just getting a track with somebody. She had to see that shit and her mouth had to drop to the floor. <laughs> like right. I know her nose closed up, she was so hurt. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, her nose dro- nah, instead of her mouth, her nose dropped. I know, like, I know when she blow her nose, Jesus Christ. It's like a hurricane event. No, nah, when she blow, when she blow her nose, I'm proud. I'm, when Hazel Lee blow, blow her nose, I'm pretty sure it's like a nuke that North Korea going to try to send at us. I know she get dehydrated after she blow her nose. <laughs> nah, all that energy she got to expend to blow that shit? I bet she could breathe underwater. Hey, <laughs> like a big Aquaman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she, no, nah, you, nah, like you remember like uh, on Super Mario 64? She look like Ursula, but skinny. Dog, remember like the water levels on Super Mario sixty four where you had like when you had to get like some air to to breathe or else all Mario heart on uh, health will go down. Like she'll like she put it in the action replay code. Like she don't even need that shit. Like she'll stay underwater all goddamn day. <laughs> that shit, that damn Hazel Nasally is what we Nasally Nasally. Oh, uh, but yeah, that so yeah that was. That, that's actually a great place to start off, Candace, because that actually opened up the fucking episode. I'm like, y'all are so. This is very much. I see. This is very much. I make Twitter power rankings list behavior. And then the, the losers has to have nasal e on the track with them. That was like the perfect amount of shade. Yeah, yeah. it was for the for the queen of L. A. That was the perfect amount of shade. Where... And there's no way Ray J is living through on that promise because he's the one that came up with it. So it's not happening. Right. Right, that motherfucker gonna that motherfucker gonna avoid avoid that shit like niggas avoid the street harassment topic like Candace said on, on the other episode we did together. Like, yeah, it, listen, if you if you didn't notice, we throw we throw a lot of shade at black men on Twitter, and I mean, it, hey, do better, niggas. But anyway, a lot of shade to be thrown. Yeah, it's a lot of shade to be thrown. <laughs> it's a lot of, it's a lot. They, deserve, they deserve every bit of it. Yeah, yeah. Niggas, I mean, the jokes are too easy, but fuck it. Niggas are not trying to help. 
Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that so we move smoothly into that into the next storyline that happened on the episode of <laughs> Let's talk about let's talk about Brooke not married time. Let's talk about that. <laughs> so so not so this nigga Marcus <laughs> Hey, <laughs> this nigga hey. showed up and brought the goddamn divorce papers to Brooke as a damn apology, nigga. As a gift, like you are welcome. Are you happy now? Damn, <laughs> this nigga is walking around with a motherfucking two lane part on his fucking head. You could drive a truck truck. I got the nerve to be talking to fine ass Brooke Valentine like that. This nigga crazy. Oh. Yo, I'm so 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 sad that Brooke Valentine has settled for this. Like that's the saddest. Like you said, she finds she can sing. Her career ain't really go nowhere. Right. But my daughter, she said, "Yeah, she cute, huh?" I know. <laughs> <laughs> but she like we in the we in a time where you can always pick your career back up because of social media. It's not the same when Brooke first dropped, and it's like she is really settling for a married man who she only found out was married oh, from his own mama. Right. Like, that shit is so wild to me. Like, women, you don't have to settle for that kind of shit. And that platonic relationship with um her and Booby, I'm assuming they just gonna like try to turn it into something. Yeah, yeah you can already see that. Yeah, like she touches the way she touches his arm. First of all, she showed up to the pool looking like Jackie Christie. She had on jean shorts and like a regular. Hey, right. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Brooke, you ain't come to swim. And then. She- <laughs> They did a whole segment of just them talking about each other, like, but you such a good man, and you, you know, what's why? Right, no. Yeah, you know what? She was I like, that Brooke is a is a pick me, and that's no, she because she made a statement like, I know he wasn't faithful to his wife. Yeah. But, hey, ain't no but after that. Ain't no, <laughs> I know he cheated on her. I know he had fidelity issues, but he a good man, bitch. Where? <laughs> I know he cheated on his wife, but 444 just came out and I bought him three copies. <laughs> I got him two subscriptions to title. The high five. I need him to have a high five because he need to hear every more so he's gonna be watching the videos every Friday morning. I'm gonna turn this man into something. Nah, she, hey, she she went full Tammy Rivera. Never go full Tammy. Never go full Tammy. And yo, maybe he has like there was a scene in this joint where he was about to get kicked out the house and <laughs> He did. like, do I gotta go now? <laughs> <laughs> and he went full, like, thankful nigga. And I didn't, I'm not gonna front, I didn't see it coming. I really thought he was gonna be like, this was all an act, and fuck you. I, I can't even go kick me out the house. And he went full, like, listen, it's just a blessing to have somebody like you in my life that would even do something like this for our child. I was like, really? No, he got. Now he dropped the verse from the light by common. Nigga, there are <laughs> times when you need someone. <laughs> I said, this nigga right here, bro, he is, I can't believe this shit. Like, no, he smoother, wow. no, he smoother, he smoother here than he ever was in his damn basketball career, ever. <laughs> bro. Yeah, that nigga, that nigga shooting 50% from the field. And the thing is, he been getting clowned the whole time behind his back. Like, every every confessional, she'd be like, for a nigga that cheated, he should just be happy to stay here. Too Short was laughing at that nigga at lunch, like, just just eating, like, uh, eating fucking blooming onion, like, you like this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, this one like, like, clown, I thought he was gonna really have a big-ass ego about it and be like, for real, you just gonna kick me out, you know I need this, and he no. was actually like, uh, you right, I should've been gone 
Can just can I can I get till Friday? <laughs> can you wait till my check? Can you wait till my first love and hip hop check cleared? And I'm out. Right. Of- <laughs> <laughs> no. People think the producer said, "Mona, when we get paid, <laughs> the third Friday, uh, the first of the fifteenth, when we get paid." I know I'm Keisha gonna- was like, "You better go ask that bitch when that check hitting." <laughs> I'm like, damn. No, he no. Booby is acting like how we as fans wanted Kirk to act on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Yes, 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 that's what we wanted from Kirk. Booby giving us what Kirk should have gave us. But I'm just right. saying, Booby, like, I knew we was gonna have to have this conversation one day, nigga. What did you expect? Right. <laughs> no, he is like, he is like, Booby is like that damn, um. The damn baby face and uh, Tony Braxton song. You know I never meant to hurt you. <laughs> I was just sitting there like, uh, okay, nigga. Like, like I told you he like a house cat now, so she about to take that nigga to the uh, Animal Protective League. <laughs> I that nigga going to the shelter. I expected that dude to go full fragile male ego and be like, bitch, you see I'm taking care of our kids and you gonna do this to me on national TV? And he was actually up in there like, you know what, girl? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Babyface, and uh, right, he was like, he look, he right, he he was like, listen, I that listen. nigga was listening to Whip Appeal, right? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I he was like, I listen to Lemonade, and I listen to Four Forty Four, and I'm just here to tell you, yes, <laughs> he made he made her cry three times, and then on the last one, she was like, don't touch me, and he didn't even say he was like, okay, my bad, and she was like, you touch her, yeah. Don't you t- don't hey, you- oh. Keisha got a Keisha, another one of my favorite hood rats who don't she don't hide her hood rat mm-hmm. like Malaysia. Hey, Keisha, I'm gonna be honest. Like Booby a real fucking fool for Chino Keisha, because Keisha good people. Like yep. her, the fact that he's still in her goddamn house after everything he put her through, like she got a heart to go. Yeah, she nasty as fuck, and I like that shit. Nah, she's real. She's real. Yeah, she's a fave. She she is a fave. Like, like on my power rankings of my faves is Keisha. Tierra Marie, that's my problematic fave. Oh, oh my God, I love Tierra Marie. It's and, then, oh, and, then, and then Masika, who we'll get to, not, not on her, but just her finest. But we'll get oh, to Oh, listen, post-pregnancy Masika is so fucking fine. It's you just need a pedicure. Yeah, I mean, look. We we'll, know we'll get to that. Hold on. Wait, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay, but I had to look. You can't just throw out these lists of things. I'm not going <laughs> to talking about well, you can- women, dog. Tierra Marie is so fine and but also i just love her type of crazy man because she know she got that third strike looming out there and these motherfucking women out here check trying to test her they trying to get her to go back man hazel e almost sent her back throwing that food so it's just i'm just saying like hazel, he threw some dungeon ass crab at her i ought to beat that whole ass i ought to beat the snot out of her, hazel. her dress he hear her dress dog she is so lucky to be alive if hazel e ain't had his third strike dog i swear to god it, I mean, if, if Tierra Marie had this third, like this, this second strike, and she was trying not to get her third, it'll be so different on this show. But she been in court a lot. She had that that, that DUI situation. Yep. She had the you know the Uber, the Uber shit. Um, yeah, she got to get the lift now everywhere. Like it's just it's a whole hey. lot going on <laughs> in her life. Well, dog, like I, just, I, we we gonna get on back to Brooke in just but a second. Hey, but hold on, real quick, Tierra, I know you can only use lift. Um, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna uh, at you with my promo code. So yes. we can both take advantage of free rides and shit like that. I got really? you, got me, I got you, you got me, I got you. I'll be rooting, i be rooting for Tierra like uh Darla on uh Queen Sugar, dog. I just don't want her to go back. Just just 
Come on. Tierra Marie, Tommy, I'll be rooting for them, dog. Like, I, yeah. I, they, they my problematic fans, dog. I just, I just want you to be like, just, just win, baby. Just, right. just come on. Just, 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 you all, you almost there. It's a breakaway layup. Just come on now. Just come right. on. So close. So close, Tierra. But, uh, but yeah, so, so Brooke, so Brooke and goddamn, um, so Brooke, uh, Brooke, so. It's friends with Lyrica. Brooke's mm-hmm. friends with Lyrica. Now, that's, yeah. a, that's key information. Yes. Brooke and Lyrica friends. friends. So, so Brooke, so Brooke, so Marcus gives the damn divorce papers as a gift. His paralegal. No, First of all, why you can't afford you know a lawyer? I didn't you even know paralegals could do the divorce proceedings. Right. What she do? File out all the paperwork. He just signed it. Cause oh, oh, he signed some shit. All right. Right. <laughs> he signed some shit because come to find out, you no, know, she went to legal zone. So right. So come to find out. Lyrica at a at a damn I don't know if it was Zumba or yoga or whatever it was Lyrica mixed it was, it was hey it was sit around and talk book because them niggas did no <laughs> exercises they just came in and sat down and was like girl listen niggas was in there drinking coffee while they supposed to be doing Zumba right <laughs> like bitch is that a macchiato <laughs> spin class wow no they look they did like all of exercises for like one frame and then they went right. <laughs> Like, this is why I'm saying is, wow, dog. You know who really does work out, man? Jocelyn Hernandez, dog. She, <laughs> went, she went live on Instagram today, and I watched, like, 10 minutes of her just doing workouts in the middle of her uh, apartment, man. Why? Because she lives this life. It's not just for the show. These motherfucking other women be out here just fake working out, man. And I'm like, it's so funny because y'all don't sweat. Not one little bit of sweat. Y'all be, be having on full makeup. Full makeup. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so fake. So Lyrica in a in a in a sigma <laughs> in a sigma class, she meets the paralegal and come to find out the divorce ain't the only thing she helping Marcus settle. She mm-hmm. is her and Marcus got a little thing going on on the side. Checking out his sperm count. Right. <laughs> Did you notice that um Brooke and Marcus ain't kissed after he gave her the papers though? I peep that. Mm. Yeah, see, I'm wondering because I know how they edited it together, but I wonder if she did that little sit down with Booby before he gave her them papers because mm-hmm. she she looked like she was ready to suck Booby dick right then and there, right mm-hmm. then and there, dog. Right. As soon as he got, I wonder, I wonder if like after she found out the way she found out that Marcus was still married, if like she pretty much was just cool on him, period. Right. And, like right. she 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 trying not to hurt him, but I don't I don't think she coming back from that. And he just and he's such a piece of shit, nigga. Cause every time he tell her how he fucked up, the only thing he could do is be like, But damn, them titties though, you looking real good right now. <laughs> you just be like, Oh, okay, that's cool. Like, I don't know what you think is supposed to happen now, but you still married, or you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. still mad. I don't know what you think gonna happen. Like but we, like now you bring up a good point, because like remember when like he gave her the divorce papers? Mm-hmm. She gave him kind of like a little half side hood, like a little side uh half a church hood. I wonder if her and Booby maybe came on the show together and they already mm-hmm. together and then they just like making it seem like they not on the show because they got to get together. The chemistry was too good in that scene. Yeah, because yeah. like he he when Booby came out the water, like Brooke was looking at him like how Cersei looked at Jamie after she uh, poisoned the old girl. <laughs> <laughs> like she was like, oh, I, oh, I want this. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, uh, that's yeah, it's a, it's. Mm-hmm. That nigga is, I don't like men like that. Like, you don't have to, like, lead a woman on to get what you want from her. That's what's so crazy about it. Right. Brooke was giving right. that nigga this vagina, nigga. period. I don't think no, she would have stopped fucking with him if he told her the truth. This nigga, oh. this nigga leading on, this nigga, 
leading on Brooke. He leading on the paralegal. I forget her name. Forgive me. And probably his damn wife. Yeah, her name is Jade, and there's. Oh yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna say. Jade. I was gonna say her name, the paralegal, far as I'm concerned. Right, it's gonna be between Jade and Brooke, but I swear to God, he ain't stop fucking this ex-wife. Exactly, zero nope. percent chance. Exactly. I don't, I I don't want to say he worse than Kirk in the ancient rankings, but he got there climbing the ranks. Yeah, he one of those people that we got to see the rest of the season because he might actually outrank Kirk. Yeah, see, that's the thing. If they would have introduced us to his family first, like his wife. Then I think he could catch up to Kirk, but since they broke introducing us to uh, presumably at least two of his side chicks, so he probably has more. I'm gonna assume that he just ain't shit. But Kirk, Kirk went from happy family man to cheating ass piece of shit. So I, I might yeah. give the the dap over him. Yeah, Kirk, Kirk, Kirk in the ancient Hall of Fame. Marcus is is on his campaign. He 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 in like his tenth season mm-hmm. getting stats, getting Hall of Fame stats. Yeah, I mean, I can tell he ain't shit, but I just, I, I can't, I feel like I need to see how he destroyed his original family that he just got that divorce with. Hey, I need hey, to get out of here with that original family shit. <laughs> yeah. I need to see the origin story, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, show me the origin, because this other woman ain't even on the show. That means she's so done with your ass, she won't even take a VH1 check to make you look like shit. Hey, yeah. Right, that's a good point, that's a good point. I can't even fake it for the cameras with your disgusting ass, so don't even yeah. ask. That's a good point. That's a good point. So, um, another storyline that was in this this episode. Wait, hold on, hold on. Who did Jade tell that she was fucking that dude? Because I forget who she told. Lyrica. Yeah, Lyrica. It was Lyrica and somebody else that was there. It made no sense. Also, shout out to Nia Riley. She finally got back on the show. Good for you, boo. Yes. Uh, so, let's see. Another storyline that was on the show. I'm trying to hold think. On, hold on. I know you're trying to hurry up, but hold up. Nia Riley is such a tall drink of dog. She is so stupid. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, I miss her. Nia Riley's face long as a Monday. It really is. <laughs> that shit is long as Black Church, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I really miss her, though, man. I miss her and Soldier, though. Not because they were good together, but just because I never seen nobody have that little respect for themselves over a nigga like that, dog. He is so, he didn't give a fuck about her, man. Remember when he gave her that chain and took it back? Dog, like how so? How she ain't killed that nigga is beyond me. Beyond, she let him be around her kid, dog. Oh my god, he would have to die. He would have to die, dog. He had a party in her house, dog. Oh, in the words, in the words of our brother XD of Jaden XD podcast, stab him. <laughs> yes, stab him, damn it. Uh, yeah, hey, listen. Before we get move on, though, I just got to say, Nia Riley's face as long as Nicki Minaj explanation of her lyrics. <laughs> Really longer than the baseball season, dog. For real. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyway, I missed her. That's all. (laughs) Candace, I hate you. (laughs) 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 Dog, dog. Quit sidebar. I promise we gonna get in more to the show. But quit sidebar. Why the fuck Nicki be on Twitter explaining her lyrics, dog? (laughs) Like what the fuck? She. She be having, ain't nothing worse than somebody doing some shit you ain't asked them to do. Have y'all That's seen crazy. the ones where she takes like the full ass video and then like the video turn like it's just words like you know it'll be like cupcake and then the next one it'll break down like cup put the and sign and then cake for the next line to be like that's why everybody be cupcakes but I still be out here looking at the cups and cakes you like nigga that's not that clever 
it didn't even require an explanation or however did this shit in Photoshop. No, it is so. Be like literally, nobody asked for that. <laughs> like, oh, explain no. why you ain't sending Demi a uh, 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 wrist back to uh, this back to Remy. That's what you need to be explaining. Right? Explain, explain why you sent a this quote unquote with two other niggas that ain't have shit to do with the beef. Right. Explain that. <laughs> explain that. Explain that, um, Nikki. Please. She um, really, she really fucked up. She should have just let this shit pass over. That was all. She, that's she, all she had to say. Like, like niggas were already turning on Remy as he is. All she had to do was be quiet, and she would have won. But. Right? All you got to do is, because people will turn, you know the internet, they don't support nobody for too long. They would have just been like, damn, Remy, let it go. She obviously making money. And you they just, already were. They was doing it. Yeah, that's right. right. And then you saying it. something stupid. Damn. She 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 had a 3-1 lead and just fuck it. <laughs> Goddamn. It, I mean, it paid me to make this joke, but she had a 28-3 lead and just blew it. Oh, man. man. Hey, look, I'm dead on the inside already, so it's fine. Can't, can't blame none of us for that. That's all. I just want to make sure I don't get blamed. Oh, it's fine. I'm dead on the inside. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, speaking of somebody that um, at least looked dead on the inside, so <laughs> Nikki Baby, no, nah, fuck, fuck, fuck this. F- fuck it. Nikki Baby go to <sighs> Shenanigans oh, no. West Coast. No. Oh, my God. Mona. Dog, I have, first of all, uh, I live a privileged life. I had never heard of this woman until the show. Uh, I didn't find out that she was uh, a reality person for somebody's show on MTV before this. Um, I didn't, but here's the thing that killed me, bro. She was wearing some sort of blackface. I don't know what it's called. I don't know. What <laughs> but when she first showed up, she looked a little bit like a real light skinned black woman with the with the like blonde weed. She went. She 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 was throwing on a little Rachel Dolezal. Right, but my white sense was tingling. And I was like, is she a white? Because I feel like like she was a white, and then as soon as they showed the flashback, in the flashback, she was so white. It was it it made me feel offended at how fake black she was trying to be. To be no, it is it is so like okay. I used to watch ridiculousness, still do. She on there. She was. She was. She wasn't. (laughs) She wasn't fifty three percent of white women white, but she was definitely. I voted for Hillary, but I might have voted for Trump. Had some chips falling white. Like she right. definitely, she definitely was middle. She was definitely annoying manager, white lady, white on that. Sh- that's yeah. how white she was on that show. But she was white, and you knew she was white. But she wasn't offensive on that show. She was just there, like everybody else, just to laugh at people being ridiculous, ridiculous on clips on the internet. So right. the fact that. She, the fact that she, like you said, put on, I don't know what kind of black faces was. It, it was rap face. Let's call it rap face. She put on rap face and it started a music career. And it's so obvious that like, it's, it's, I, I dare say it's even worse than Lovely Mimi on Atlanta. Like that's how much yeah. she, you could tell it's so forced. It's so appropriated. Like I won't get into appropriation wars, but goddamn it, I will get into it for this shit right here. <laughs> Cause this shit just is fucking ridiculous. I feel like Lovely Mimi really talk like that when the camera's not around. Chanel West Coast does not. You know what I mean? Like, even if I would still be offended by Lovely Mimi, because I don't, I still don't understand the rules why she gets to act like that. But uh, Chanel West Coast definitely don't come from this. What are you doing? Talking about that, and then making everybody because I know they edited that shit, making it seem like everybody was jamming to her song in that pool. I'll be so disgusted if I if they use my image on national TV looking like I jammed to that. I would sue VH1. I would. I would sue the fuck out of VH1. I listen. 
I feel like it's some hidden footage somewhere of Chanel West Coast saying nigga, and we just mm-hmm. haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. And we just waiting on it to come out because. No, I, it, go ahead, Kansas. Because it is absolutely nothing that you could convince me. You like, there's no way you could convince me she's never said the word nigga or nigger. Right. She like she fuck black Republicans. Yeah, yeah. she look like no. You know what? She look. She looks like. And like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is the thing. Like, on ridiculousness, you know, like she she wasn't about this life. So for her to go from for her from her to go from middling white woman on ridiculousness to yes, Jules, it's fucking. It's like you know, it's not real. I'm so mad. She didn't even have the. She didn't even have the professionalism to go and get a fake ass. Like. Just the bare fucking minimum of the requirements to be on the show. Don't just be on here as a regular ass white girl with a little bit of a spray tan, dog. We don't have a dollars out budget on this show. We are here <laughs> real people that are trying to appropriate. If you don't fuck around, do it expeditiously. Yeah, and that music it, trash. If you ever listen to this, that shit trash. Yep. Get the fuck out of here. No, like it. It is so fucking you know forced, play, and it don't. DJ play bad and bougie, and then they took that part of everybody dancing, yeah. just dubbed over her shit. Was like, look at how these niggas was feeling it, y'all. And everybody just like, so and everybody giving the duck lips, like, nigga, please. <laughs> yeah, dog. She even had like, I, I dare I say, in her confessional, she even had the damn dollars all box of braids, kind of sort of. Dog, I was so disgusted when they showed. If you could see my face, because I don't know her, if you could have seen my face when I was watching that shit, and they showed the, she's like, yeah, it's your girl Chanel West Coast. Y'all might know me from back in the day on that other show on MTV. And when they showed that clip, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I look like Safari when Zell and them was throwing drinks at each other. I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Oh my god, the show has stooped so low to have her on it. We don't need her at all. It is such a low point. And like, oh god. I still think Safari was trolling when he tried to make her freestyle and she wouldn't do it. When he was like, freestyle about this bread. If you if you bought this life, you got these bars. And she was like, oh, about this bread for real. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Nah, for real though. I can't do it. I work with Wayne. Yeah, yeah, I work with Wayne <laughs> and Nikki Baby talking about she felt sorry for her. I was like, they must have edited out the part where she was like, Yeah, I work for a young, I was on Young Money Label, but they didn't ever fuck me. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I work. Definitely missed the part. She de- they definitely edited out her talking about having a train run on her because that's the only thing that they could have did for her young money. Yeah, it didn't make sense because then why did Nikki feel sorry for her? She was just like, Yeah, I was on your, I was, you know, hanging with Wayne, then I was on Young Money. And then she skipped the part. And then Nikki was like, "Yeah, I just felt bad for her." So I was like, "I'm gonna introduce you to Safari." Like, felt bad? What? She was signed to a label. No, well, nothing happened. Like it happens every day to people. Like, what the fuck are you like feeling sorry for? Like, right? Some she must. They cut something out when she was like, "And these niggas to fuck me all day long, and they just never put me on." Right. <laughs> she was a yes jewels. Now I'm telling you, she was a yes jewel. <laughs> no jewels is what she was. <laughs> 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 Retired jewels is what. <laughs> yeah. Trash man. Uh, wow. <laughs> Rick jewels is what. <laughs> they really diluted. They diluted the brand this week, man. They really. I, I am so mad at, Mo- at Mona. Like Mona, Mona has <laughs> given us. Mona has given us theater, and now she just bringing this, and it's like what? Like fuck? I know we got to have a one appropriator per season. Uh, <laughs> we don't got. We don't have uh, what Drewski or as I call him Andrew. Uh, no, you look, you look like- 
<laughs> Andrew look like the kind of white dude that talks like that until the police pull up on y'all and then he talk real. He turned his hat to the front. Talk real proper, dog. <laughs> Sir, these two Negroes, I don't know. I don't know them. Right. <laughs> He was like he's like that's it's like he talked he talked like he talked on the show and then like when the police show up he he, he turned into that uh Chappelle voice from that from that stand up like I didn't know I couldn't do that. No, I feel like the cops come up to you and Drewski and they be like, What's this nigger doing over here on this side of town? And Drewski turned around and be like, Yeah, nigger, what are you doing on this side of town? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, so uh, appropriate proceed. So it's Drewski. Then we had Living Mimi, and now we got Chanel West Coast. And God damn it, Mona, what you doing? Please, please, smoking, smoking dicks. That's what she doing. Mona's got so rich. She don't care. It is no reason for those people to be on this show. Right. We don't. Uh, know. So <laughs> so I, so I guess we can get to the the the, the root of. I, I, I guess I want to say the juiciest of this episode. So we start with so listen, Masika. Like I said, Masika is Masika. Like I said last week, Masika is thick as a goddamn brisket, and that woman fine as all fucks. But I'll be damned if she ain't scary. Cause good lord, see that's hey. what I, that's what I like about. Uh, it. <laughs> hey, Rod, you gotta go. <laughs> Look, man, listen, there's nothing wrong with a woman that makes demands and knows what she wants. And she says, I'm not letting this woman, Alexis guy, get any shine off of me. Like, I don't care if she on this show. I don't care if y'all want to write her a check. But what y'all not going to do is keep bringing her up to me. And I and I understand. Now, I understand, but then at the same time, but it's like, my, my nigga, like, okay, so here, here's my opinion. Here's my like, I get it. You don't want to get her no shine. Well, then either you gonna have no bars on this season, or you gonna have to quit the show, Masika, because like so, she's gonna be on the show. Mona gonna get this bread. Well, see, it works two ways, right? One, um, <clears throat> every time she throws a tantrum, it's another reason to keep her on the show, even if even if uh, Alexis ain't in the scene, right? Because now it's like well, we got to show her acting crazy. The second thing though is it gives me another excuse to watch her walk away. And I'm okay with that, you know. Like it's just another reason to to zoom out and watch Masika throw a tantrum and looking all, you know, thick as a bowl of grits, dog. You know what? You're thinking like a nigga, and I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, she's just saying, I'm sorry. Masika is fine as hell. Like even even though they be clowning her plastic surgery, she fine to me. Right. Right. I don't even know what they're talking about. Like they be talking. I'll be like, what are y'all talking? Y'all need to ask her, who is your doctor? And can I at least get his number? I know we beefing. And I'm like, for a second, for a second, I do need some things done so that I don't uh, come out here looking stupid because your work came out great. They just, they just clown her for getting work done. I'm like, I don't even understand what y'all all got work done. What the fuck is that's like clowning me for taking my car to the shop at this point. If you got a car, your car going to the shop. What the fuck are we fighting about? Masika yeah. fine as hell, but she is. She, I ain't gonna lie. She has fucked a lot of people, boyfriends and shit. Yeah. But, but I can't necessarily fault her for that because if your man is acting like he's single as fuck, well, yeah, what? she gonna fuck. And she won the arms race, dog. Okay, she got the baby. It is what it is. It's like yeah. once, once you win, you know, it's like having a nuke. You know what I'm saying? Like once you have the baby, that's it's done. Like you can't. Nobody can now kick you out of this man's life. And so fighting about her over whether or not you were with Fetty Wap or she was with Fetty Wap or what the fuck else, 
none of it's gonna matter because she got the baby. And I don't think Alexis got a baby by Fetty, do she? Nah, they don't have. Nah. Yeah, so you need to be fighting with Fetty. Well, not fighting. You need to be fucking Fetty and trying to get pregnant or something. If that's your goal, is just to be like this, my man, because you never gonna win as long as she got the baby, dog. You just you just mad about nothing. What he not gonna be in the baby life no more because of you? She um, went. I just pause for the cause and tell I'm a terrible parent. I put these house shoes on my daughter. She been trying to kick them off for five minutes, and I'm just, <laughs> hey, I've been laughing silently for about six minutes. <laughs> Hey, she's been kicking her. She's been rubbing her ankles together for five minutes. <laughs> hey, I need to get my life together. <laughs> but I will, I will say this, though. I will say this. I, I, I agree with you, Rob, but at the same time, like, it, at the same time, like, for, we, and we said it last week, like, it, Masika can't keep talking cash shit, but also not addressing the cash shit. Like, you can't have both. You can't have both, dog. Like so what would be what would you like to see her do? What would be acceptable? I would like to see her fight until the dead skin fall off her heels, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a job for a lovely Mimi. But hey, hey, <laughs> yo, <laughs> what, if, what if they flew lovely Mimi in just to do her feet though? Hey, I would. No, she hey, did shit. <laughs> hey, I would, I would, I would fly to wherever they taking this shit at and hug Mona Scott. Yeah. Hey, man. Also, dog, this is because Zell, they didn't say Zell was gay, but he said he was like at least bi because he said he'll fuck yeah. anybody or some shit like that. Didn't he say, yeah, I told you he said sometimes he like a hot dog and sometimes he want a taco. Yeah. So, so like, I ain't, you know, not, not knocking it at all, but this is why one of my biggest fears in life is getting into a public, uh, uh, like fight, a dispute of words with a gay dude, man. I'm not trying to do it, dog. I'm not trying because you can't win. I would have never in my life figured out the hills was the place to go. Not not a million <laughs> dog. If I would have been fighting with Masika, I would have just been out here being mad. Like, damn, man, I can't believe she played me like that. This nigga really hit her, and he hit it so casually with the Steph Curry no-look precision walking away like, and look at your desk ass heels. I was like, God damn. And, so and when the, well, the camera zoomed in, I was like, oh, my fucking gosh. I like directed- off my couch. Yo, Candace, he directed the camera. He said, get her heels, get her heels, and pointed to her heels, and the camera was like, oh, what are those? <laughs> hey. Jesus. Never in my life, dog. If you're a gay person, or I guess on the spectrum, and you start arguing with me in public, you got it, man. I'm not, I don't, I haven't lived a life where I could even notice to point out the things that are wrong with me in a way that destroy my soul. That shit was so fucking funny. Like, it did, like, the other... Like Zell, listen. We said last week Zell is the the zesty male Carly Red, but he's call- he messy as hell. He messy as hell. He's the male Carly Red, but with better jokes. Cause nigga, like the other week, the first week when he said like I don't read magazines, but I'll read a bitch. I was like, <gasps> yeah. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, man. I was kind of mad when they put Zell on the show because I was like, what does this mean for um. Milan is he never coming back? Cause I miss Milan. He was he was also uh, reading the motherfucker. Plus he gave us the classic hit of the fuck is you thinking? Um, <laughs> but but now you know what? I'm starting to warm up to Zell, man. I'm not gonna lie, man. He's growing on me. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. Zell got a very valid point when it comes to Masika. Like, why do you keep running away from this situation and getting people you claim you cool with tossed in the fire? Like, he had whole ass bitches made out of Tupperware throwing drinks at him because Masika wasn't there. Mm. And she normally there. Like, I feel like she knew 
that they was gonna be there. That's true. That's true. That's true. And like that's why, like that's why I was saying, like I I understand your point, Rob. But at the same time, now now with that said, Zell is messy because he did go and was on some like kind of double agent shit when he sat down with Alexis. True enough, but he wouldn't have got that drink thrown at him if not for Masika's issue, Masika and Alexis' issue. So it's like. You can't have it both ways, Masika, where it's like you're not going to say nothing but people that you claim to fuck with getting involved in your shit. And then when she was like, that ain't got nothing to do with me. If it wasn't for you, he wouldn't got the drink thrown on him. So I was like, is it Uchiwala or one Mike? Like, what is The rule on drink receptions is that all receptions are on TV. Okay? Everybody. <laughs> you don't, yeah, ain't, no, ain't no drink reception assist, dog. Like, <laughs> Whatever you say to get a drink thrown on you is for your own responsibility, dog. Because especially if Masika has figured the plan out where she ain't getting no drinks thrown on her by just not being there. <laughs> Act accordingly, dog. Don't catch no drinks on my right. behalf. She, tell, she didn't tell this motherfucker to jump in front of her like the bodyguard to catch that drink. Hey, so you said so you said Masika was acting like Cersei when she blew up the silk. <laughs> I'm just saying, like Jeremy, you 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 know you you cool, you my dog. But like if you told me like. Rod, I got beat up in Atlanta the other day because I told these niggas not to talk about you. I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? Like, <laughs> just walk by. That's what I would do. Fuck them niggas. Don't, don't take no ass with it on my behalf. You know what I'm saying? Like, he really tried to he tried to do some like transitive properties of drink throwing, dog. And I was like, I was doing the math in my head. Like, hold up, bro. That, you was acting you was acting shady that day. That's why you got the drink thrown on you. Don't put it on somebody else. Oh shit. <laughs> He was trying to, hey, he, he, he's shady as fuck, dog. Matter of fact, the shade, like I still, I peaked his shade in uh, episode one because he on the next level. Because Hazelie and uh, whoever else he was with brought the headphones out there to Hill Masika and uh, somebody else when they went to Hazelie thing. Yes, was it Masika and Tierra Marie? No, Tierra wasn't there. It was it was Masika, Zell, and I think Monique. It was Monique. And so they brought the headphones to shade. Uh, Hazley, right? Yes. Dog, he was even shadier. He didn't bring any headphones, but he danced way harder than the song was good. And it actually <laughs> was more, it was better. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a better, like, shit talking moment of him because everybody was looking at him like, why the fuck is he getting his life to this trash? And the other women had on the headphones. And I was like, yo, he figured a way to troll that was even more subliminal. And that's why he's the greatest right now, dog. But but absolutely, he deserved them drinks because he earned them drinks for himself. He didn't put them on me, bro. When the song ended, he started booing. Yes. Like, he, he, it was so good. It's such, I wanted to stand up and slow clap for him because that's some good trolling. Now, also, like, when Hazel Lee came out, he was like, is it a bell? <laughs> yes. He's so good. He good, man. Like, I don't know. He, but, yeah, he's not going to trick my girl, Masika, in the um, the transitive property of drink throwing, dog. That's not happening. <laughs> the transitive property of drink throwing is what's nah. killing me. <laughs> don't, don't do that shit, dog. Just take responsibility for you getting a drink. Because what I think Loki was trying to do, I, and I thought this is what they were going to do, is he was going to be like, you just need to talk to her, and he was going to actually have her come in like during that scene. And I think that's what Masika was afraid of. She was like, no. Because like, if she still up here, I'm going to fucking hit her, and then it's going to be a real problem. It's not going to be for the show no more. <sighs> I, I I feel you. I feel you. So I think is is that all that happened in the episode? I think I think that's everything that happened in the episode worth mentioning. Yeah, we I didn't think. know no nasal lead or her uh, nope. or her boy. Uh, what's his name? Rosewater Valentine or some shit? Something Rose. Rosewater Valentine. 
no shit. He got some old great Gatsby ass name <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Sucking feet and shit. We didn't get none of that. Um, we didn't even get to see Princess. Um, so yeah, I think that was it, man. But we don't see Princess because Ray J don't not tell her the truth about his low sperm count. <laughs> you know you gonna lie, right? Yeah, so so so, 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 so lying, talking about babe. We gonna take care of it. We gonna handle it. No nigga, you handle it. Your soldiers ain't marching. Your raves ain't dead. He gonna he gonna lie. Then he gonna he gonna be smoking a Newport while he telling his firm high as hell. It must be you. <laughs> if if he he wish he could have one wish right now. <laughs> yeah, he wished them them soldiers would march. Right. Uh, so what y'all looking forward to next episode? Uh, I need more Tierra Marie and Hazel Lee. Uh, that's really the best rivalry on the show right now. Uh, and I'm glad you mentioned that, Rob. Not to cut you I'm glad you mentioned it because we talked about this last week. I listen, Hazel E. I, I said last week, Hazel E. is gonna be like the Dollar Tree Jocelyn of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood because she's gonna get in a fight with every damn body and burn so many bridges. And the bridge that she burning that makes no fucking sense is the one with Tierra Marie because how the fuck you just last season. Broke your goddamn nose. Tierra was there for you. Consoled you. Gave you a roof over your motherfucking head. And you turn on her this season over fucking young bird who didn't claim you in season fucking one. How, right. Hazel Lee? How? Come on, she sucked his dick. I'm like, okay. That's the thing we mad about now? Um, so, yeah. It's it's funny because they tried to throw that shit on Monique one time. She was like, y'all suck Ray J dick. What about it? <laughs> queen. <laughs> yeah, true queen. Shout out to, oh yeah, we did. I mean, shout out to Monice and her parenting situation at the beach, letting AD do all the parenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, also Monice titties, mwah, magnifique. Good work, Doc. Whoever did that, um, that's good yeah, work. Good. Her Mimi, good. Mimi might want to get a doctor number now. Get some, get get that thing fixed. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm just looking forward to that, man. Um, because uh, like I said, Tierra and Hazelie, because Hazelie trying to be the Ramsey Bolton of this of this show right now. <laughs> trying to turn up and be Euron though, for real. For real, like she not her shit don't make sense. Like it's just she just makes stuff up about everybody and just decided if I can't be nobody's friend, I'll be everybody's enemy. But she's so bad at it. But uh, yeah, I think going, I would rather watch her. She going full Jackie Christie. Yeah, and I do yeah. want to see what happens with Masika because I mean, God forbid that y'all right, man. I really don't want her written off the show. So you know, Masika, I need Masika to get something going. You know, I don't want her to get off the show because nigga, her professionals, and you professionals, nigga. I just appreciate her walking away from the camera talking about don't uh, take off my mic. I'm like, I would take your mic off if you need. Just hold still. I got you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I'm looking forward to this shit with uh, Brooke Valentine and Jade. Yeah, and I'm ready to see a little bit more of that. Mm hmm. Mm, Yes, yes. Because Jade, Jade, shady as shit in the previews. She in the previews like blink twice if you need some help. Yes, <laughs> and I and I know Brooke Hood right. I was like, ooh. <laughs> and what's going on with um? I gotta see what happened with Booby and Keisha too. Like, yeah. yeah, I wonder if she gonna care about the Brooke shit because she gonna find out. Right, you gonna find out. So, so it might be like a three way girl fighter like Jade, Brooke, and Keisha. She gonna probably put them out. She probably gonna put the house pet out. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> Mary yep. Poppins. I'm gonna put Mary Poppins out. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so that's on Love Hip Hop Hollywood, and um, that brings us to closing that, and um, uh, we're gonna talk about Black Ink Crew, but um, 
Rod, um, Rod's gonna check out because um, he don't watch Black Ink Crew. But Rod, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a pleasure. Um, uh, you it's know, it's, it's always dope uh, talking on uh, Ratchet TV with you. Yeah. Um, always, we always appreciate. And you, you, you always know. know, you always know you had you get, got a spot on the Crown of Collars, and now you have a spot on um, Ratchet Rambling. And uh, let the people who may be living on the Rock who don't who don't know, let them know where you they can find you and where your podcast at. Uh yeah, man. You can find me on Twitter, Rodman's Prime. I'm always live tweeting something. Y'all probably get annoyed with it, but uh, I'm I'm always watching something and talking about it. And then also, um, you can find my podcast that I do with my wife uh, five days a week. Uh, it's a comedy show called The Black Guy Who Tips, and we just we talk about pop culture and a bunch of other stuff. So uh, come come through, man, and appreciate y'all for having me. Uh, uh, this is so fun, man. I don't get to talk about this with anybody else. My wife refuses to watch these things, so uh, <laughs> I appreciate y'all having me on. No, it, it is amazing. You got Karen to watch to get into Insecure and catch up, but she won't watch the rest of TV with you. This is a goddamn tragedy. Yeah, man. Look, she everybody got a line to draw, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to – next next up, hopefully I can get her to finish watching Underground, and then we can get Queen Sugar, but just you got to hey, take one day at a time. Karen's like hashtag boycott VH1. <laughs> right, right. It's not even out of respectability. If y'all ever heard Karen talk, you know that's not it. She just yes, <laughs> yes. I love Karen. Like she, she like I'm about to play Stardew Valley. Fuck what y'all doing? <laughs> right. Karen, Karen make me feel like whenever I listen to, to, to the black guy who tips, Karen make me feel like I'm at home. Like I, I, like I. She too sounds like molasses, and I feel like at home. I feel like I'm little. Yeah, it's true. Y'all do y'all do favor uh, with the dialect, man. Uh, but thank y'all so much for having me, man. Y'all have a good rest of the night. And as uh, soon as this is up, just uh, tag me on Twitter. I'll make sure to retweet and share and everything. Yeah, it'll be a Monday. It'll be All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. And that was our boy Rod, Rodimus Prime. Make sure y'all check out The Black Guy Who Tips. It is a fantabulous show. Him and Karen been at this podcast the thing. Forever, shit, long, long, shit, him, th- them, the read, they really are like the OGs of black podcasting. So make sure y'all check out the black guy who tips, man. Um, yeah. and they thank are hilarious. The yes. good thing about getting hit to new uh, podcasts for me is being able to go back and like binge listen to people. Yes. Like, like that's the part that I really fucking love about getting put on to new podcasters. Well, not new, but people that I haven't been listening to. Like, it's like how you binge watch TV shows. Mm-hmm. Yep, it, it's dope as fuck. So yeah, check out the Black Guy Who Tips. Um, I put a link in the show notes that Classical have for the the episode description. So make sure you check out and support them and support Black uh, Podcast as you support us. So, <laughs> my nigga, are you ready to get the Black Ink? Hey, woo, fucking go. So, Black Ink Crew Chicago, nigga, let's just get right to the nitty-gritty. Ryan, because I know me and Candace be plugging this every time, plugging this and adding you every time Black Ink Crew Chicago come on. Ryan, fire every motherfucking body. Fire them. Fire them. Fire these motherfuckers. They are disrespectful. Trash. Every goddamn body. The only people that got some sense are J.R., Cobra and Alexa, the receptionist who quit, who didn't fucking deserve that, deserve to be treated the way that she got treated, and I'm so goddamn pissed. Fire, fire Charmaine, fire Door, fire fire Van, Danielle already fired, hire her, and then fire her again. Fuck every, 
I don't even know if we can count Donna Ashley because they be arguing too goddamn much. Fire every motherfucking body. Dog, these niggas done lost their motherfucking mind. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. First off, we was just discussing, we were just talking about how these niggas have not used this show to create other opportunities for themselves. Ryan at a tattoo convention, these motherfuckers sitting in the shop drinking. They ain't even in the shop working. Hardest band going about not mad that that motherfucker had some clients. One fucking tattoo the whole time he sat his big ass in that shop. No, this this nigga took Jr. with him. Jr. tattooing. They run into fucking Cobra. Cobra and goddamn Ryan reconcile. They get to work. They getting this bread. These motherfuckers at the goddamn shop bringing people that ain't invited to the shop that the shop owner said not to have in this motherfucker. These motherfuckers drinking, fucking on Snapchat, just being so goddamn disrespectful. I wanted Ryan to call the police so goddamn bad, and I know it's for the police. If I was the receptionist, I would have called the police. Listen, if they I'd died, like they... That one, I'd have been like the one, uh, the one meme with the nigga uh, with the black nigga holding the phone. Yes, <laughs> or that other meme was some the way it's the white dude and he dialing nine one one. That would have been me. Cause listen, that would have been me. They would have been in fucking jail. I'd have Facetime Ryan when the police got there. So he could have been like, officer, they not supposed to be in my shop. Right. I would have been like, listen, if they die, they die. Listen, these niggas are so fucking flagrant. It is fucking amazing, dog. Like, Charmaine, not Charmaine, fucking Danielle. How the fuck Danielle gonna walk up in the shop talking about I'm reclaiming my title? Bitch, you ain't the shop owner. You can't hire yourself. What are you doing? Furthermore, my thing is, I don't have no problem with you wanting your job back, but I got a problem with the way you're going about it. You constantly disrespecting the uh, the shop owner, but expecting him to keep putting to keep putting you in the position so you can get a fucking paycheck. Bitch, you sound dumb, and I mean that. Like, are you never my soul? You sound fucking retarded. Like, like are you okay? No, the fuck you are not okay. Like, what if what like in the like. What frustrates me about the shit is everybody that's family, quote unquote, from Nia Mag is acting like it's two sides to this shit. And they are consistently forgetting the fact that Ryan, they have taken advantage of Ryan all these years. They have not been paying booth rent like you um, brought up last week. They have been bringing all kinds of drama and unnecessary hell to Ryan's shop. And when Ryan gets fed up with that shit, uh, supported by his queen Rachel it's like hey dog you gotta stop being nice family ain't gonna get you this paper that you deserve family ain't gonna get you and gonna prepare the shop forward the family don't give a fuck about the shop so you got to set, set, set boundaries you got to be a boss you got to be about this paper and the minute Ryan be like you know what you right now all these motherfuckers who ain't been putting in the fucking work talking about it's all shop. No, bitch, it's not. It's Ryan shop. His name is on the goddamn lease. Yeah, that's Ryan shop. That ain't your shop. If you want a shop, open one. Right. If you cat, cat and Ryan fell out. You know what the fuck cat did? Moved to when LA, opened up her own shop, opened up her own business. Yeah. Oh, all these motherfuckers are trash dog. And how they did fucking Alexa was motherfucking trash. The, like, fact, that, the fact that women sat around. And, and conspired to treat another woman like that on national TV. That shit trash. And it's trash. Fuck. fuck. 
how much you don't like uh, what Ryan did, that girl is just doing her fucking job. You got fired. And if you really wanted your job back that bad, you wouldn't have ran your ass off to L.A. after you got fired. You would have called up Ryan like, can we talk? Right. You got fired and went on vacation. Exactly. Thought you was going to reclaim your job. Right. I'm reclaiming my job. No bitch, you are not. And like, speaking of speaking of bitch shit, Van, if you notice, Van got a, Van had a lot of motherfucking nerve talking about if Ryan was any kind of real man, he would talk to me about changing the law. Couple of things, you fat ass nigga. One, he don't owe you that shit because he's a shop owner. You are not. Second of all, you got a lot of motherfucking mouth for Alexa, but when you rolled up in Van, at that at that reunion party, you was mumbling only your motherfucking breath when you had an issue with Van and didn't say shit until Van peeked it and was like, "Well, fuck it, I'm gonna bring yeah. the fucking noise to you." So you got a lot of mouth at a woman, but you was a bitch in front of Ryan. So who the real man? Let's 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 put it out there. Let's get to it. I mean, hey, I mean, let, let's talk about it. Like, he got he got a lot of mouth and was talking to Alexa all kind of disrespectful, loud and bad and bougie, but was mom than a motherfucker and talking under his goddamn breath when Ryan was right there in his motherfucking face. Nigga was, nigga was mumbling like a little tramp. Right, he was mumbling like, look, he was mumble rapping. That's what the fuck he was doing. He was mumble rapping, he was mumble rapping like he was doing um, ad libs for the Migos. Nigga ain't had no smoke. No goddamn smoke. And didn't even have smoke and didn't even try to fight until Ryan brought the noise to him. So it's like, what's really good? You got a lot of mouth, Van, for fat as you are. You fat as your goddamn Buick built ass is. You got a lot of mouth at a woman. What about that, Ryan? When Ryan walked in the shop when him and JR came back, if you were so big and bad, he didn't say not a goddamn word to Ryan then. Not a motherfucking word. That nigga was quiet as a goddamn church mouse. Right. And he ain't only he, he, and he and again didn't say shit until Ryan was like, "What the fuck you doing in my shop, bro?" Which he had a right to fucking do because you weren't supposed to be in his goddamn shop. Yeah, nigga was quiet as a church mouse. I don't respect that. He 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 a fuck nigga, man. Like in every capacity of the word, Van is got that. He is the prototypical fuck nigga. Twitter nigga. He fat. He loud. He only bark loud at women. He obnoxious. He lazy. He a jailbird. He a deadbeat. He is a Twitter nigga. He is the hey, definition hey. of a Twitter nigga. Hey, you right, but still. Too far? Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry my voice turned up because Van pissed me off so goddamn much, man. Man, I hate that nigga. I really do. <laughs> like I said, I don't have no problem with you really wanting to be a 9 Mag, but if you want to be a 9 Mag, fucking work. Right. These ain't working. Like I said, these niggas sat up in that goddamn shop drinking champagne. Right. Meanwhile, how you, entitled, how you entitled to something that you ain't bringing no money into? I don't see, I don't see, and in the two episodes that Alexa was on, I don't see her do more work than Danielle done did in two seasons. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah, yeah, you show right. So I don't understand. And for and for Charmaine, and and again, Charmaine, store manager, bitch, you are store manager, but you are not the fucking owner. You can't fire and hire people. At your leisure. That that is not you are not the store you are not the store owner. Manager, yes. Owner, no. Like you're not even a manager because you ain't even making sure niggas pay their rent. Right. So like I don't and okay, so speaking of a side story, so I just wanna 
And we go and from the previews, we gonna see. I hate that Katna came back and she kind of like getting people into this kumbaya shit, and it looked like Ryan gonna let bygones be bygones, or he gonna agree to it. I'm so mad because he should not be doing a motherfucking thing. Like, fuck these niggas. Nah, he shouldn't at all. Like, he shouldn't be doing shit. He shouldn't be doing shit. Like, apology. Right, he don't owe them an apology. They owe him an apology. He is doing nothing fucking wrong. The only thing wrong that Ryan is doing is what he should have did before was put his motherfucking foot down and not allow niggas to skate by scot free and take advantage of him. Now, now because he's like, no, nah, I'm not gonna take the shit. Everybody want to turn him into a dictator. It's Danielle said it's not your shot. That right that when they was at that damn disco party. Ryan was trying to keep it cordial. He was like, I ain't going to say shit to Danielle. I ain't going to say shit to nobody. This is Charmaine's party. Let's have fun. This motherfucker Danielle's like, first of all, Ryan, use a punk ass bitch. Like, what? Like, nigga. For meanwhile, meanwhile, feeling like he owe you a job. Right. Right. Like, Danielle has all the shade for somebody that don't have a means to pay her rent. Like, that is astounding to me. That is fucking amazing that you got all this mouth, all this shade, and you ain't got no fucking job because you decided to lay down a hill for a nigga that won't down a hill for you. That shit is amazing to me. Yeah, that shit is spectacularly stupid. Yes, it is spectacularly stupid. Um, it is, it is fuck this nigga, but this word makes me how every time he said it, it is fuck. In the words of Stephen A. Smith, it is fucking asinine. As a nine, as a ten, as eleven, as a twenty, that Char- that Danielle dumbass got fired trying to defend a nigga that wouldn't defend her in a goddamn crossfire. It is amazing to me. Yes. So, so then there, there's that. What I was getting to was when she came at Ryan. Ryan turned up and was like, because Danielle was like, it's not what you don't understand. Ryan is, it's not your shop. His and Ryan was like, "Show me how the fuck it ain't." <laughs> Yo, that was the best fucking part, right? <laughs> show me, show me who name on my shop. Everybody it's, quiet. Everybody quiet. Every goddamn body was quiet. Like, how? Show me it ain't your shop. It how? His name on it ain't it? He he the only one paying bills because you motherfuckers won't pay y'all rent and pay bills. So who the fuck else is it? He got to fire everybody, dog. Everybody must go. But speaking of the previews for next week, so I just want to know who um, I can't even remember her name, but uh, Doors or however you say the name, his his girlfriend. Um, Girlfriend? Oh, that bitch. That bitch is two shades to the wind crazy. Like she she is she is leave my kids in my car even though it's hot with, with the windows rolled down with no AC crazy. Yo, she is a nut job. Because first of all, because so Dora has a cousin who he did know that's saying that, hey, I'm your cousin. Like, hey, let's let's you know catch up because you know our, our essentially our essentially our dad is whatever with hoes, but we cousins. So you know it's great to meet you. Let's catch up. And his girlfriend is grilling the girl, talking about let's get a paternity test. First of all, how you? Gonna tell somebody else to get a fucking paternity test. Are you okay? No, the fuck you are not okay. Yeah, I was like, uh, bitch, what? <laughs> like, nigga, this ain't Maury. How you gonna tell somebody to get a DNA test to find out if they business or not? Like, are are you the fuck well? Oh, well. No, the fuck you are not. Second of all, 
Doyle is not famous enough and his music not good enough for him to have no damn groupies that would try to throw themselves at him. That, that nigga, nigga music, that nigga music trash, T rash. No, his, his music is arguably trasher than Chanel West Coast. That should be telling. That should be telling. Terrible. That, that nigga ain't got no goddamn groupies. Who the fuck? Who is being a groupie for door from Black Ink Chicago? Please reveal yourself so I can admit you to a home. Please. Please. Because you are not okay. You need you need assistance. Everything's not. So I I think for the most part that's the oh and Cobra. So at the van, I mean not van. So at the Ryan and J and J all come back. They like I said, Cobra and Ryan reconcile. So Cobra come up and Charmaine who. I don't know where the fuck this came from because she's really not about that life. Charmaine and Cobra get... Yeah, Cat beat Charmaine up twice last season. Cat, what, huh, say what, Candace? Cat beat up Charmaine twice last season. So, boom, there you go. So, Charmaine goes the Danielle route and cussing Ryan out for even bringing Cobra in the shop. And I look... You know what? Speaking of uh, Unbothered and we were talking about Evelyn uh, earlier... Yeah. Ryan was look Ryan was channeling his inner Evelyn. Like watching. Right, he was on bother as a motherfucker. <laughs> he was, the whole time Charmaine was screaming and yelling, Ryan was looking like, um, is you finished or is you done? Yeah, Ryan was like, uh, okay. He was he was on bother the shit. So Charmaine yelling and screaming and goddamn throwing a fit and Danielle actually grabbed her and was like, We don't do this this ratchet shit, we don't do this hood rat shit, and I'm like Danielle, you you hopped the plane when you got fired across the country. You the last one to be talking about we don't do this hood rat shit. <laughs> you you the last one to say some shit like that. So Cobra Cobra get tired of the scrapping and just walk up like like Cobra walked up like how Jessica Down walked when she drew a treasure and just went wow out and niggas just start fighting. Listen, Cobra built like one of those. Delivery vans, one of those Mercedes vans that UPS and shit be using. She is, she wide backed in the bitch to be trying to fight. I tell you that. No, nah, Cobra, Cobra, you know what Cobra built like? Cobra is built like the suit that Iron Man had, the anti hope suit that Iron Man had in Age of Ultron. Hey, you done. <laughs> that okay, cool. All right. But that shit was cool. That shit was, a, was an accurate description. Because, and I'm talking about she walked up smooth and like reached around Ryan and just like, well, bye bye. And just clocked the fuck out of Charmaine. <laughs> I mean, Charmaine got what her hand called for. Yep. Like, like, hey, you you writing a check that your ass may not be able to catch or cash. Um, and I think the last thing we can talk about Black Ink is goddamn um, Donna Ashley. <laughs> hey, let me, mm, mm. <laughs> let me let me swallow my saliva to get this out. <laughs> How the fuck you been with somebody for seven plus years and have absolutely no idea their spiritual beliefs? Are you fucking okay? No, you not. You not. You not. We like one of the one of the first conversations me and my husband had when we got serious was our spiritual beliefs and where we stand with certain shit. Where we stand with God. Where we stand with a lot of shit. And you're not gonna tell like. Somebody tell you they don't believe in God. Not to say it's a deal breaker. It just depends on who you are. But how you, how she like, we never discussed this. How? 
Y'all been so busy fucking and fighting and cheating and scrapping and snaking each other. Y'all don't even know what the fuck y'all believe in. Separately, there's a couple. Right. Like, it makes no sense, dog. You don't, you don't drug, you don't drug. You done chased this nigga for seven years only to find out that he a goddamn atheist. And like you, <laughs> it's like she was so hurt. She was like, she was like that black and white man, Jim. She was like, um, excuse me. She was like, huh? <laughs> you don't believe what? And like, I would say this about Don, like he make a goddamn church sweater look like a fucking straight jacket. Like that shit is wild to me. Like it don't make, no wonder he be so goddamn angry. His dad, he's like, Don's Don clothes fit on him like Ray Lewis suits fit on him. Like it don't like you too damn big to be wearing a suit this motherfucking tight. Like that's how Don clothes fit on him. Like he make he make the the he make even the uh, the, 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 the the most mundane of clothes look like a, a fucking excursion. Like it is fucking amazing. Yeah, he do dress pretty fucking terrible. Right, like that nigga, that nigga was up in church with a goddamn Bill Cosby sweater on, making that shit look like a, a solitary confinement. Like how you so, like how you so big and your clothes fit so tight that we can see the veins through your damn sweater. Like how? I just have never seen two people more more ill suited to be married than them. Right, they do not need to be married at all. Like the shit is almost astounding. Right, like at all, it is amazing how incompatible they are and. This and damn Ashley went again, again, again. Like you said last week, she tried to invoke the pastor, father, the 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 the, the speaker of the word into their shit. And once again, like you said last week, did not take any accountability for her and Don's um uh, tumultuous relationship. Nope. Like she she avoid actually avoid responsibility like niggas avoid child support papers. Yep. If she that passed shit. the shit out, she could pass the judgment. That like shit is collection plate. That that shit is amazing. Like she, her pastor, it's his anger. If that's what it is. It's all his anger, girl. What? Right, like you wasn't like you wasn't at that part of starting unnecessary drama for no goddamn reason. Like what? Exactly. What? Like actually, what? Like yeah, she messy. So, what you looking forward to next episode? Ooh, oh, so I'm definitely looking forward to four, four girlfriend popping off because Kat sent him some flowers. Ooh, nigga. And, like, she went from the preview, she gonna destroy the whole fucking building. The cabin. She gonna tear the cabin up. Right. Ain't gonna be no more cabin. Cabin done. Cabin, like, you you chop that shit up in Surround, fam. Like, all that shit gone. Um, I'm looking forward to that, and I'm also looking forward to... The fallout from Cobra and Charmaine uh, fighting, and I'm also looking forward to like this whole fucking kumbaya shit that the cat came and gonna try to apply. Like, but I'm still fucking mad because Ryan should not be apologizing for shit, dog. It's them. Like, fuck them. Fuck, fuck, fuck the, the nine mad family, quote unquote. Fuck them yeah. niggas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that's um, I think that's it. I think that's it for this episode. We about probably like an hour and a half and some change and shit. So I think that's enough ratchet right. ramblings for today. Um, again, thank Rob. Thank you. Uh, shout out to Rob for, for for joining us for the length of time that he did. Like I said, follow him and check out the black guy who tips. Um, follow 
check out CSPN.us and click, check out all of our wonderful shows from the Bad Advice Show to Good and Terrible to Gridiron Gals to New Slay Podcast to the WrestleCast. Like, um, we got something for everybody and shout with our sponsors and stuff and keep us free. Um, like I said, search for the show, share the show, like the show, leave us reviews, we'll read them. Um, yeah, um, Candace, you got any um, closing church announcements? Oh, I do. Uh, if any of you know me, you know I just had a baby a few months ago. Um, I have a ton of baby girl clothes. A lot of them are brand new because um, I was blessed in so many ways to have people help me get fully prepared. But I have a lot of zero to three month stuff for baby girls. Like I said, a lot of it has tags on it or it's only been worn once and then washed and put away into a bin. If you are anybody who needs uh, some baby girl clothes, um, please let me know. Feel free to follow me and tell me to DM you um, on my on my personal account at Intense Desire. Um, you never know who's out here struggling could use a little help. So if you know anybody, let me know. And that is a word. Um, and like I say, follow on um, my personal account. She can be found at, at, at Intense Desire. And I am... Um, at black underscore Dante, and you can follow the show page at Ratchet Rambling. Um, and when you live tweeting the show, use the hashtag Ratchet Ramblings Pod. Um, I don't have any uh, ch- yes, I do, yes, I do, yes, I do. I, I do have a church announcement. Um, <sighs> um, this is our Ratchet show, so we kind of dedicate this to Ratchet stuff and having fun and stuff, but this is a serious matter. Um, and we're not gonna go into brief detail because we're gonna get out of here, but um. This these past two weeks have been a lot, um, and I th- there's no way for me to say this without it sounding like shade. But if it applies, just do a little, try to do a little better. Um, with the past two weeks with Trump's um tweeting a transgender ban, and then with the Breakfast Club um incident, and also with uh, the Bobby Valentino incident and then the latest with Dave Chappelle still making transphobic jokes. A lot of people have been looking very not ally-ish and a lot of heterosexual people, cis-hetero people have been making transgender issues about them and not listening and we, a lot of us are doing exactly what we get on white people for doing and being loud and wrong and making things about us and not having any empathy or even listening to what uh, trans people or even just LGBT people in LGBTQ people in the community are saying. And we want it both ways where we want to say we're allies and say that we we love, you know, X, Y, and Z and trans lives matter and stuff, but also don't want to listen to be like, hey, maybe this shit ain't funny. Maybe our favorite comedian making these jokes ain't funny. Um, and a lot of people are doing that. A lot of us are doing that. And we just got to do better. Um, much better. Much better. Because um, you can't have it both ways where you want to feel like you're better than Trump or better than people that voted for Trump when they when they're anti-LGBTQ but also at the same time being like well I mean shit they make I mean Dave Chappelle's a comedian it's jokes I mean everybody gets jokes I mean that that is a very 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 low bar of equality and if that's your bar of equality that's extremely low and that's not useful or helpful to anybody at all 
So just that church announcement, do better, be better, um, have a bit more compassion and empathy for people and don't be musty. Uh, like my coworker this morning who came in and when I walked in the office, I smelled that nigga. <laughs> um, uh, my coworker was smelling like how Van looked and that shit just threw me off. Uh, okay, that's Yeah, we're going to end it there. That's enough. Like I said, check out Ratchet Ramblings. Use the hashtag Ratchet Ramblings Pod. Thank you to Rod. We out. Peace. Play me out, classic. <laughs>